Okay, what's up? We're back with another episode of Check the Tape. How are you guys doing? My name is Aria Atari. Uh, if you've been listening, you know that by now. But if you don't, well, I'm Aria Atari. My buddy Brian is on the line. What's going on, man? Oh, dude, another another good week of football. And uh, we're getting closer and closer to that magical time of uh, December, right? Yeah, when the, after Thanksgiving, it's that's when like the real good football is played. You know when what I mean? It's, when it's snowing in Buffalo every Sunday. Oh, the, yeah, like that one game. Uh, I don't think last, it was last year, but it, no, it was a couple it was years last ago, last year. Right? No, it was oh, last was it? year. The Colts the game, one? The Colts, yeah, Colts uh, Bills where it went oh, to it overtime. Oh, it was, yeah, it was last year. Yeah, yeah, Sean McCoy had the touchdown. The reason why I know that, real quick story, is because I am in a fantasy league with my brother, and yeah. last minute, like five minutes before, we were like, oh, man, it's snowing crazy in Buffalo. Let's take the Bills defense, right? Yeah. So the Bills didn't get one turnover that entire game, but they were yeah. pitching a shutout all game, right? Right. So then the the Colts score the touchdown right at the end of the, of the game. We ended up having five fantasy points for our defense in a mm-hmm. game where there was like 80 total offense, which was just <laughs> absurd. So yeah. I remember that game uh not too fondly, but but that's when you know football's good when you go when you check the the uh, the forecast when in you Buffalo. You start checking the weather, yeah. Yeah, you start checking the, the weather, uh, and then you check the forecast in Buffalo, and it's twenty degrees and snow uh, every Sunday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've had a crazy day. We're recording this on Tuesday, November twenty seventh. I flew back from Atlanta to Boston. I watched half of the new Mission Impossible movie on the plane, and I'm pretty bummed out. I don't know how it ends. Um, cliffhanger. Yeah. So what do I just buy the movie and watch the rest of it? I, have you, have you watched, uh, have you finally seen, uh, a star is born? No, I haven't seen that yet. Oh my I gotta, God. Oh my God. If it was, if they had that, I would have watched that, but, um, I watched the Meg. Have you seen oh, that? I know. And I won't see it. The shark movie with Jason Statham. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say it's an Oscar contender, but I'm not going to say it's not either. Listen, the not Red Sox won, the Red Sox won the World Series what? 2 months ago and you've been saying yeah. that you said that as soon as the Red Sox postseason was up, you'd you would see Stars Born. I know, it's been, but uh, it's been 2 months. It's been 2 months. Yeah, well, you know, things happen, I guess. You're a busy guy. You're a busy uh, guy. I I don't want to say that. But um all right, let's get into it. Let's talk about football. So, the one thing I really want to that really stood out is you know the Sunday night game and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They're now four six and one on the year. Their season's done. They're not making the playoffs. Okay, right? No, but their schedule is oh, very favorable. Come their on. schedule come is on. very favorable. I will they're say done. that they're done. They're done. I in the do water. think it's they're over. done. I do think they're done, and it's not because of Aaron Rodgers. It's because of Mike McCarthy, uh, which is he is as good as done in uh, in Green Bay. So here's. The thing, I agree with you, McCarthy. He had two really bad weeks. The week against Seattle, not going for it in that big fourth down, not throwing his challenge flag. Um, the other play, I think it was, was it Lockett who had the uh, catch? That yep. I don't remember who it was. Was it? Yeah. How about the uh, the back-to-back full ba- or halfback uh, dive up the middle on third and fourth down? Yeah, I mean, he ran a running back. He had McCarthy had the running back run into a 10-man box. <laughs> with the best quarterback in football. But when yeah, maybe you should use your best player. I don't know. I I, I think that's a little crazy. But maybe well, here's sh- the thing: he's had he's had all these statisticians telling him that he needs to go for on fourth down more, right? And yeah, and then he draws up the shittiest play. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> what is what is going on, man? So that was bad. But I want to talk about Rodgers a little. Um, you know that last drive when he threw those two awful throws. 
the one when he missed Devontae Adams in the end zone. Those were bad. Come on. No, he he was that was one of the worst games I've seen him play in a long time. He was and not I'm good. I'm so sick of people making the excuse, "Oh, he doesn't have a running game." Cuz Aaron Jones is good. "Oh, he doesn't have a defense." They got players on that defense. Yeah, it's not an all-time great defense, but we've talked about this. None of these NFL teams have like a great defense. You know what I mean? No. I mean, I think if you're going to complain about one thing on the Packers is that they have a very shallow wide receiver core right now i mean they have uh, adams they got jimmy Ad- graham cobb's with, been with hurt a, i know adams got a uh jimmy graham's got a broken thumb okay but that wasn't until Devontae adams is getting that double covered last week. he's getting double covered every every play they have two rookies two rookies with Devontae adams i'm not making excuses here i'm just this you is, look at just, what you know you look, facts. What, you look what tom brady's been able to do with his revolving door of receivers. You look at the Rams. I mean, Jared Goff, he just plugged Josh Reynolds in, and he's become a good receiver. But that's the difference between a good coach and a bad coach. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Jared Goff, supposedly. So he should be able to outweigh some of that if you switched, If you switched Aaron Rodgers with Jared Goff right now, Aaron Rodgers would would have better okay, numbers than Goff that's, has. That's the thing, dude. You don't have a perfect scenario. You, no one's going to have, oh, well, Aaron, so you're telling me Aaron Rodgers needs a good coach, he needs good receivers, he needs a good running back, he needs a good defense, he needs an offensive line that's great. Like, no one has a perfect football team. There's something called a freaking salary cap, and because of that, you can't have all these all-pro players everywhere. There's going to be deficiencies on your roster. That's the case with any team. I'm so sick of Aaron Rodgers having this excuses made up for him. It's always, you always attack the weakest point. I'm not saying you, but like people actually, I am saying you, cause you do do this a lot. I love Aaron you Rodgers. Always, you people always, um, look at like the lowest point of the roster. Like, Oh, well he doesn't have that. Yeah. Well, of course he's not. Everything's going to be perfect. I'm so sick of this. If you're truly great, you overcome that stuff. I know. I he, like has the, he, radio, has he, he has in the, he has in the past. He has in the past, but he hasn't, you know, last year he was hurt obviously for most of the year, but he hasn't this year. And I don't want to hear the injuries because if he's that injured that he can't play like that, don't play. Okay. No, I don't think he's injured anymore. I really don't. Uh, I think that was that was maybe a two or three week thing that he was dealing with. But did you see that stat that he's O for thirty seven when he's trailing in the fourth quarter against a team with a winning record? Yeah, that's bad. And yeah, people were like, "Oh, well, the, he beat the Bears week one, but they were O and O at the time." You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's just it's just not been a good year for him. I mean, and and every player is, you know, you're not going to get Aaron Rodgers at his peak top performance every season. I mean, that's that is you're you're ridiculous if you're thinking he's going to continue to get better and better and better every like, year. You know, start. I think his birthday is like during this week, so he's going to be 35 in the next couple of days, right? Right. You got probably one more run with him, and they do need to reshuffle the head coach and bring in somebody. But, you know, all this talk, all this, you know, I hate the phrase goat, but like all this goat talk, Aaron Rodgers is more talented than Tom Brady, blah, 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 blah. Chris Webber was a more talented basketball player than Tim Duncan. That's just a fact. Okay. No one says Chris Webber's better than Tim Duncan. And yeah, but I mean, stop with this Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' numbers, numbers are better than than Chris Webber's numbers. In you're comparing Aaron Rodgers and Chris Webber, you're you just compared Aaron Rodgers. And no, Chris I Weber. I compared Chris Webber and Tim Duncan. Yeah, but you're using this. You're using a parallel between. Yeah, the parallel is Chris Webber is a more talented guy than Tim Duncan. Aaron Rodgers 
I guess he's more talented than Tom Brady because he can run. Whoop the freaking do. Um, but Tom Brady's a better quarterback, and I'm so sick of hearing it. Tom Brady missed the playoffs three times in his career. He didn't. Brady start. hasn't. Oh, listen, listen. Brady he hasn't. Been, has, Let me go he, through the three times. He didn't start his rookie year. 2002, the year they were the defending champions, they didn't make it that year after their first Super Bowl win. And then 08, the year he blew his knee, first game of the season. You want to talk about a guy that hasn't had, you know, hasn't been on his quote-unquote A game this season. It's been Tom Brady. I mean, that's that's also been I, the case. You know what? Yeah, they ha- he hasn't had this MVP-like season, especially like the one he had last year. But you know what? They're 8-3. and three. They have a bye right now if the playoffs ended today. Or if the regular season ended today, I mean. They're also a game out of being the top seed. Yeah, so eight and three versus four, six and one. You tell me which one you take. Listen, the other thing too is, and I know that I said it earlier, and you kind of, you know, shoot it away. The Packers' schedule is very friendly the next five weeks, the rest of the season. They get three home games, uh, three of them it's against late, losing though. teams. Then that they're they're two road games. One they got to go to Chicago, which is clearly their toughest game of the of this season remaining. And then they got to go to the Jets, Cardinals, Falcons, Bears, Jets, Lions. Okay, it's a, yeah, it's a joke, but um, I think they're just too far behind. That's my. They, they need my, help. They need help, but I don't think it's unreasonable. I don't think it's unreasonable to think they go four and five in this stretch. No, I don't think that's unreasonable. I just think that's not enough. Like I think I, I don't. So think if they if help. they finish four and five, right, that means they'll be uh, eight, seven, and one, right? Yeah, I don't think that's getting you in the playoffs. The Vikings would have to lose two games. The Vikings have need, to lose two games. I and think you need ten wins. Ten wins. Yeah. So uh, you don't think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs either? The then? Vikings would need to lose three games, right? Because they they would need to lose three because they have the tiebreak. I don't know. Maybe four. I don't know. I don't have the. Nah. It's going to. I mean, I, I do think that they win at least four or five in this stretch. I um. Sure. And I, I, I could, I could see that. I could see five, that in these last five games. I could see that, but I just think it's too late. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't disagree, but I do think that they will still be in the mix come week 16. I'm, 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 I'm uh, reading the eulogy. It's over. Wow. So um, are, are they are they buried? Do you have them buried? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, that was the Sunday night game. I think that was the big thing everyone was talking about after week 12, kind of shifting gears here real quick. Um, any other big takeaways for you from week 12? Um, you know, anything, um, you like know, what stood out? I mean, of course you, you can go back to, to the Thanksgiving, uh, evening game when you have the saints probably play their worst game in what six, seven weeks. And they still win by 20 points when easily. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Still win by 20 points. None of their big name guys had, had big games. I mean, other no. than breeze, uh, he was throwing to everyone. Other than Kamara, Ingram, Thomas, all those guys were kind of invisible. And they still put up 33 points, and they still win by 20. So this team is not going anywhere. I mean, maybe they'll lose a game on the road the rest of the season. As long as they get that the, the, the home field advantage throughout the playoffs, they're mm-hmm. going to be the most difficult team to compete with throughout the entirety of the rest of the season. Um, and then the other thing, too, is, don't look now, but the Broncos are right in the mix yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah, that, they are as difficult a team to play at home as the Saints are. So they've That's- um they yeah they've had back to back wins against playoff teams the Sa- yep. the not the Saints the Chargers and the Steelers. I was kind of my two things were 
the um, well, with the Thanksgiving games, I just wanted to mention real quickly how our picks turned out. We both had that Saints one, which we were right on, and then we split the Lions, Bears, and the Redskins, Cowboys. Uh, you got the Cowboys one right. I got the Bears one right. The only the funny thing is we did that podcast before Mitchell Trubisky was announced yeah. that he probably wasn't going to play. So I don't know if you, if you can even count that for me, um, but I'm going to count it because uh, that's what I said. You wouldn't so, have stuck. You wouldn't stuck with the Bears. With the Chase world Daniel? will never know. The world Chase will never Daniel, know. You can't, the world. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. The other thing too, real quick. Of course, last yeah. uh, last night's game with the Texans. Are they still the most? underwhelming team that has ever won eight games in a row they have to be right that game was weird like i felt like after that fourth and one play when vrabel is it even on vrabel or is it on matt lafleur when they gave it to like the and you know he's considered like somebody who teams are should consider highly for head coaching searches this offseason but he like had the whatever, the 80th string tight end run into the box. It was so stupid. And how about the Texans get their home against the Browns, home against the Colts. They get the Jets, the Eagles, who are not the same team as last year, and then the Jags. So it is not unlikely to think that the Texans can take three out of these next five games. Wait, how many games do they have against the Colts? Just one? One more game against the Colts. I think the Colts are, like, really good. Like, this is another thing that I was mentioning. You know how we talk about the quarterback makes up deficiencies on the roster Andrew Luck makes up so much of these deficiencies what's the Colts strong area outside of quarterback offensive line offensive line yeah outside Uh, of that unbelievably offensive line outside of that probably tight end for all these deficiencies yeah Ebron's been good Eric he makes up for deficiencies so that's what I was saying but yeah Luck's been really good and the thing with Ebron now too is that Jack Doyle's out for the year. He got he got injured. He's done for the rest of the season. So Ebron's going to be the main guy. He's going to lead the league in, in touchdowns. The way Andrew Luck is playing, Eric Ebron will lead the league in touchdowns. And then my other um, big kind of takeaway. So I mentioned the Colts and then uh, Seattle. Like, Wilson, he's he, – is he Hall of Famer? Like, am I speaking cool. too soon? No, I don't think about it. Like, he's year after year – this would be – if they made the playoffs this year – he would have only missed the playoffs once in his career. He's won the Super Bowl, been to two. Like, Wilson is just... Yeah, that's another the, guy that makes up for severe deficiencies on yeah. a team. I mean... But, but, but we're going to keep the, excuses for Aaron Rodgers, though. Arguably okay. the most most difficult team to play quarterback for, And if you think yeah. about it. Year in and year out, no offensive line. Year in and year out, you know, kind of no real... Other than have when he had Marshawn Lynch, no real... Sure. Uh, kind of. You're talking more recently. You're talking more yeah. recently. I'm talking though, more yeah. recently. Uh, yeah. you know who who outside of Doug Baldwin can you name at wide receiver that has been a year in and year out guy? Uh, Tyler Lockett, maybe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're no tight end. They had their and they're, Baldwin's been up and down this year. Baldwin's he hasn't been, been very iffy. The defense is not what it's been. No, and they're sitting at six and five, right in the mix for a playoff spot. Yeah, they're one of the hotter teams in the league. They really are. He's been good. Wilson's and they, and good. he makes up and he makes up for arguably the biggest deficiency at all in Pete Carroll. So there you <laughs> go. He's <laughs> <laughs> biggest of Pete Carroll. Uh, How about that, a- too? How about that, too? That the NFC West, right, has the Rams and the Seahawks. Yeah. So they the Rams and the Seahawks equate for, I think, what, 16 wins and six right. losses. Yep. The Cardinals and the Niners have four wins total. <laughs> That's <laughs> 
great. So bad. So great bad. Great, great division. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's kind of just, uh, yeah, those are just kind of like some basic thoughts, like just things that stood out. Um, oh, I got a question. Do you care about Philip Rivers's record that he had? Um, it's a good question. Uh, I mean, I was sitting there watching that and I was like, does this matter? I literally was saying to myself, does this matter? So what was that stat a couple years ago about Sam Bradford and his completion percentage? Because after that, I was just done. I was, I don't care about completion percentage. I don't remember what the stat was on Sam Bradford. I know that, I know that was something what 25, he was 24 for 25 or 25 for 26. Even yesterday, even yesterday, yesterday at one point, Mariota was seventeen for seventeen. Yeah, but I that's think the difference one, is, is that these guys are th- a lot of these passes are very friendly to completing a pass. Right. I mean, there's no other way to say it, but they're they're short passes. They're quick hitters that the defenders have no chance at, at defending immediately. Um, the thing with the thing with Rivers, though, he's having probably his best year of his career. Yeah, I, yeah. And, and in any I mean, other season when, you know, you don't have uh, a guy like Drew Brees who's also having the best year of his career uh, or even Pat Mahomes, Rivers is going to – it would be the MVP. Yeah. Well, it just, I, I think Andrew Luck I would kind of put ahead of Rivers maybe. Uh, ah, actually, no. Rivers is 8-3. Rivers yeah. is 8-3. and three. Andrew I, Luck I value, is 6-5. I value winning. You're right. Um, yeah, I don't really care about his – record or whatever uh, completion percentage just doesn't matter to me really i was thinking about this the other day um or this morning actually like what is the best stat that can that's representative of who the best quarterbacks are like what one stat do you use because it's not it can't be qbr because if it's qbr then mitchell trubisky is the third best quarterback <laughs> And if it's passing yards, if that's the most important thing, then Matt Ryan is first in passing yards right now. He's really like our best quarterback. Um, I don't know what it is. I I really value. I know it's stupid because it's a team game and everything and wins. But I do value like the consistency year to year of being able to win, you know? Yeah. I mean, but if you if you if you say that, then a guy like Ben Roethlisberger has to be right up there. Well, he is to me. I mean, he's, uh, and to me, I think he's it's got to be a combination. I think it's got to be a combination of everything, which isn't breaking news. But I don't know. I think wins do matter, and that's you know a reason why I kind of have been down on Aaron Rodgers recently. Yeah, the job done no, if you're this elite quarterback. There's no, there's no real metric. I mean, other than QBR now, that really kind of equates for yeah, everything. Everything that a quarterback does, you know what I mean? Right. There's no real like you know. I guess you can you can figure out the touchdown to you know turnover ratio, touchdown to interception ratio, and that would be a decent metric for the for how good a quarterback is over a yeah. long long period of time. But wins and losses are big. Uh, touchdowns are obviously big, um, and turning the ball over. I think a quarterback that doesn't turn the ball over is sometimes the best quarterback right. that you could ask for. He, he doesn't need the, you know, 500 yards passing. He doesn't need the, the three touchdowns per game. Mm-hmm. You just need a quarterback that takes care of the ball. Uh, yeah. QBR, QBR is really skewed towards running quarterbacks, too. That's why Trubisky's third. You know, Jameis is eighth in QBR right now. <laughs> and he turns the ball over. Four He's ahead of Roethlisberger and Brady, who are nine and ten. Jeez. 
Yeah. But that, that's that's all you need to know about QBR right there, right? Yeah, right. There you go. So, yeah, we talked about the quarterbacks. Um, let's kind of go through the playoff picture. And now that all teams have played their 11 games, no more buys, everything is all equaled out. Let's go through the playoff picture and just kind of like give our thoughts on it, what we think can move, what we think can shift. So starting with the AFC, um, we got the Chiefs at the one seed, nine and two, Patriots two seed, eight and three, the Texans at the three with at eight and three, the Steelers at the four, seven, three and one, Chargers at the five, the first wild card at eight and three, and then the Ravens are six and five in that sixth spot in the hunt. You got the Colts who are six and five sitting right outside. Then a bunch of five and six teams like the Dolphins, Bengals, Broncos, Titans. Yeah. Um. So the the big takeaway here for me is like the Chiefs have been the best team in this conference all year, right? Yeah, clearly. I think they're gonna run the table and get the uh, number one overall seed. Actually, they might not run the table, but I think the Patriots could drop another one, and that's why the Chiefs will keep that one seed. I think the way this is kind of how it's going to end up looking, except the Colts are going to get that last spot. Hmm. No? So so who are you bouncing out of the wild card? Is Baltimore. it going to be the Baltimore? You're bouncing Baltimore. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think Luck's on a tear, and I'm not really in on the Ravens. Like, Lamar Jackson doesn't even throw the ball. He actually had one good throw, but then it was called back, so I was like, ah, never mind. The thing with with Jackson and the reason why, if I'm bouncing any team out of the playoffs, it's going to be the Ravens, is that I don't think it's much much of a knock on Jackson. I think clearly he has ability to win games in the NFL. It might not be the conventional way of winning as a quarterback. I just don't think they have the correct coaches in line lo- in, in in line to to make that happen right now. Yeah, that and I also don't like the rest of their team. Like, who's this new running back they got? What's his name? Gus Edwards. Never heard of him. <laughs> Gus Fring. Does he? Is, yeah, wow. Los Pollos wow. Hermanos. <laughs> yeah, he's the uh, he's going to start moving the uh, the blue across the field at M and T Bank Stadium. I mean, I, I had no idea who this guy was. Gus Fring. Wow. <laughs> You weren't expecting that, were you? I was not. No, that was good. That was good name association there. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I, you know what? The Ra- It's going to either be the Ravens, the Colts, or the Broncos. I think uh, those are the three teams. I think that realistically have a shot at that sixth seed. Um, the Chargers are not going anywhere. No, they're they're they're, really they're, cool. they're in a solid spot that they have enough space between them and the and the sixth seed that I think that they'll be. They'll be all right where they are, and and really, if if whoever's the four seed doesn't want does not want San Diego in the wild card round, I Los can tell Angeles, you that. Los, Angeles. Los Angeles, whatever. They're still <laughs> they're still San Diego to me. Damn it, uh, they don't want the Chargers at their first game in the wild card round. Yeah, because the char regardless, the, I mean, every game's a road game for the Chargers, so doesn't matter for them. Uh, and I'd rather play. I'd rather play the Texans than the Chargers coming out in I would the wild too. card round. Yeah, I really. Would. And Rivers has been red hot. My ideal scenario as a Patriots fan is for um, us to play Houston in the in the second round because we've owned Houston, especially ever since they got Bill O'Brien. I don't think Bill O'Brien has beaten us once since he's been there. We own Houston, so I wouldn't be at all worried about them coming to Foxborough. Um, 
Yeah, I think this, and I think the one team that Kansas City doesn't want to play is Pittsburgh because they've always no, had their number. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs are clearly better than than all of these teams, right. <laughs> including the Patriots. I think the Chiefs are miles better than a lot of these teams. It just depends on if 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 Mahomes and the young guys and Andy Reid are able to win in the playoffs. That's yeah. Be I mean, the the, the, the main difference with the Chiefs is simple. They have. Pat Mahomes instead of Alex Smith, you yeah. know? Yeah, and they, they essentially have the same team around them minus the defensive side, and that's the other question, too. How does the defense play in the postseason? Because if you get a team that can score, uh, and I'm looking at the Chargers, I'm looking at the Steelers, uh, the Patriots, when, then, when they're playing well, those three teams would pose huge problems for Kansas City's defense. The Ravens and the Texans, not so much. Uh, and even if you go farther down, the Colts would be a big problem for Kansas City as well, offensively. Um, that's the game that the Chiefs would be. I think that that plays into their strong suit offensively, but that's the game that would be a problem for the Chiefs. The Chiefs have shown that they can play offense against any defense. They haven't had problems scoring all year long. So it's just gonna be a matter of the defense can can make a couple plays. So the four teams that are leading their divisions right now, I actually think the Colts are gonna overtake the AFC South, but it doesn't matter. I think the five, the out of the six teams, the ones that actually make the playoffs are all five of them minus Baltimore plus Indy. You agree on that? Yeah, I think right, the, so I think the NFC is far more interesting going forward. Yeah, well, we the top two spots. The Saints and Rams, it's going to be those two. Like, I can't imagine either I mean, of those what, they're, teams. They're two games up on everyone right now. Right. And I can't see those teams losing, dropping another one. I think the Bears are pretty much going to get that three seed. They got a two game lead on the NFC East team who could possibly take it. And, you know, I think the Bears, I, I think I mentioned this on a podcast a couple ones back, or maybe the last one. You know, their three losses, they all could have easily been wins, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the Bears are good, man. The, I really like the Bears. I think I, I see no scenario where they could beat the Saints or the Rams. I see no scenario where, I mean, crazier well, things have happened. Well, we're going to learn I'm, a lot. We're going to learn a lot in two weeks when they got to play the Rams yeah, on Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but and, that'll, do, and that'll tell us a lot about the Rams, too. That's not an easy game to come towards in Chicago at night in December for a team that plays in California and has and has had problems playing outside in cold weather, that'll be a very interesting interesting setup. Uh, odds are that the Rams won't play a cold game in the playoffs because they're going to either play in Los Angeles or they're going to play in the dome in in New Orleans. But this is going to be a huge test. I'd like I really I like would like to see how how golf and the offense how they go in a, in a very interesting environment. Uh, in yeah, that's weeks. a big one. And if they end up dropping another one somehow, then the bears could actually overtake them. But yeah, if the bears win that game and then, and the Rams, I mean, that, that, that game makes it very interesting for the two seed, but I'm pretty certain that the saints and the Rams are going to play in the conference championship. I know that's not any hot take or anything. I just think they're far and away much better than these other teams, but I do like the bears as a possible upset special team, it's just I can't get over Trubisky, man. I, I can't. I can't get there yet. Uh, man, this the team, the Bears, to me, and and you can make the argument that yes, they could they could have won every game they played. I could also make the argument to you that they could have lost a lot of the games that they've won. 
Like what? Yeah. Like which it, ones? So if you go into their games, right? So this this past week, I won't even I won't even count this past week because no Trubisky, but and they did go win it, in, yeah. You go to the game against the Cardinals. They went they went to Arizona. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. go to Arizona, arguably one of the worst teams in the league, right? I know this is week three. They go to Arizona week three and have they scored, I think, a late touchdown in that game. Yeah, but week. that's like the only real one you can actually they, they kicked a field goal. They kicked a field goal to win the game late. Then you go, they lost that game to, to Miami. The, they lost the end of the Patriots. That Jet game, I don't remember much about the Jets Bears game, if we're being completely honest. But the teams they have beat they're oh, in this stretch. Scores. The teams they have beat in this stretch are not great. <laughs> I mean, they beat the Vikings. They beat the Vikings. That that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Dolph- I mean, they, they lost the Dolphins, lost the Pats, beat the Jets, Bills, Lions twice. But they've been taking care of business. I, I I like them. I think they're pretty good. I think that I think that we will learn a lot about Chicago. I mean, obviously, when they play the Rams, and if they can beat Aaron Rodgers, finally beat Aaron Rodgers at home. So okay, so those three are kind of the top are the top three right now. I'm not Dallas, solidifying. Dallas, I'm not solidifying the Bears as as the winner of the NFC North. I'm just gonna I'm gonna put that out there. Oh, uh, I, I think that's done. Dallas is they're two ahead of Minnesota, and they have the tiebreaker. They gotta play the Vikings once more. Okay, they'll beat them again. Did you watch the week before? Listen, if the Ram, if the Bears lose, if the Bears lose to the Rams and the Packers back to back. That division is going to come down to week 17 in the Minnesota. Packers are done. Packers are done. I'm telling you. Aaron Rodgers is not done. I'm telling you. He's done. The Cowboys are four. I, I think that division's – we talked about this last week. With Alex Smith gone, Washington's not going to take it. Your Giants are hot garbage. Philly we, – we wrote Philly off after they lost to uh, New Orleans. I think I'm done with Philly, hey, too. How about, how about this? If, if – uh, if, if Dave Gettleman doesn't call down to uh, Pat Shermer and tell him to stop giving the ball to, to Odell and and uh, and Saquon in the second half, the Giants would have beat the Eagles and they would have been done for real done. Uh, instead, they they put the uh, they, they put themselves back in tank mode and let the uh, let the Eagles win. The Eagles yeah, are you not. Know what? I don't want to say they're done because they're done. Dallas plays they New are... Dallas plays done. New Orleans this week. They could go six and six. And then Philly could beat Washington. They're six and six. There's a three-team tie. It's uh, the top of the division. I don't want to say anyone's done. The I just Eagles but I would pick Rams. Dallas. The Eagles have to play the Rams. They do have to play the Rams. You're it's right. gonna it's gonna come down to really this week is really kind of an appetizer for next week. A lot of big games next week. Yeah, because the Eagles. I think the Eagles play the Cowboys in Dallas uh, next week. So that's obviously the big game. Uh, for this division, and but we're still Eagles. done with Washington. It's either Dallas or Philly. Yeah, uh, you know, if 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 Washington doesn't lose Alex Smith, I still would stick with the with the but Redskins. That's not what. That's but not, that's what's not the case. It's not the case. So the wild cards right now are Minnesota and Washington. What? It, where, where do you see that going? I think C- we're gonna have Seahawks. Minnesota and Seattle. Yeah, the Seahawks yeah, yeah, okay. are gonna win. Are gonna get in the wild card. Um, they're they're clearly that they're clearly the team. If you if you're looking at stock, right? If you, if you view right. the NFL as like a stock market. The Seahawks are, you know, trending upwards, right? And the seat and the Redskins are, you know, sell, 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 right? The Panthers, same thing. They are they have been plummeting, 
have not been playing very well, losing games they should not have been losing. They were winning that game against Seattle. Christian McCaffrey arguably had his best game of his career, and they still lose because Cam Newton can't make big plays, and their defense has been bad, 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 bad the last two weeks. The Panthers are not making the playoffs at this point. They are heading in the wrong direction. Couple that with how well Seattle is playing. The Seahawks are clearly the team that I even think will probably get to the five seed. They, they will overtake the Vikings potentially if Minnesota cannot get things in gear. I do think the Vikings will get things in gear, and that's the reason why they will. I think that they will win the division when we come out of this uh, after 17 weeks of the season. However, Seattle is the team I think that is most dangerous other than those top two teams. All right. Yeah, I think I, like, I'm all in on Seattle. I just think Wilson as real is on a real hot streak right now and cam's not on there's, a real there's hot no streak real reason right now. i mean if you look at seattle right yeah, there's no real reason to say wow why why would we be afraid of playing this team there's one well, reason. it's wilson it's russell it's wilson, wilson. Yeah. that's it I mean, hustle and bustle no other player on that team that defense anybody anybody would scare me other than russell wilson and week in and week out he somehow makes it close they were they were a two-point conversion away they were a touchdown away from winning the game against the chargers you know this is the one team that i can see i'm not saying it's going to happen but like i could see this team like as a wild card kind of maybe making it to the conference championship game yeah i think i think they'd have to get the rams i think right because they have the experience yeah they have to get the rams they're the experience Uh, playing against the rams yeah i think i think the saints are are you use the right word experienced enough and they are too good for a team like seattle the rams are so good i mean this is not bashing the rams they they are so good it's just the experience factor versus you know you have mcveigh the other thing the other thing like you know, when you're playing a team for the third time, it's yeah. really hard to beat a team three times, and that's what the Rams would be trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would like Seattle as that team to kind of as a, go on a wild card run. So two teams. So I guess the two teams that you and I are looking at that are not currently in the playoffs, if it was it would to end today, yeah, that are teams that could potentially make runs. I guess are Seattle and and Indianapolis, right? Yeah, but I don't really think Indianapolis is going to make a run in the playoffs. I wouldn't like, I just think they would get in it. Like, I don't see them beating Pittsburgh. I don't see them beating New England. I guess they could beat Houston. There's no way that I, I would see them beating Kansas City. Actually, no, no. I, even if they have Andy Reid, I still can't see that. Yeah. So, so we a team that I mentioned earlier that has kind of came, come on recently are the Broncos. Do you see any way the Broncos somehow get into the playoffs? No, just because, you know, the Chiefs were pretty certain are going to have that division unlock, even though they're only one game ahead of the Chargers. They've just been so good all year, and you can tell this is a team that's probably going to win their division. And then the other two teams for the wild card, like I said, I'd like the Colts to get them, and the Chargers have been solid all year. Do you want to know the Broncos' schedule for the last five weeks of the season? Sure. At Cincinnati. Okay, they, they're a dumpster fire. At uh, San Francisco, home to the Browns. Okay. At Gruden. At Gruden. Home to the Chargers. Yeah, that's a cupcake schedule until that week is, 17. And that, that might not even matter for the Chargers. They might be locked into the five seed at that point. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. There is a path for the Denver Broncos. I do. I do see it. I do see it. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's going to be fun going forward. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we should touch on, touch up on. Do you have anything? I mean, I think that there, there, the other, you know, if you, the only thing that people start to really start to focus in on at this time of the season are awards, right? I mean, you start thinking about the MVP, you start thinking about rookie of the year, you start thinking about, I guess, comeback player of the year, which uh, to me, that award is all for Andrew Luck. I mean, that is a clear one, but I think that this season has been a season, and for me, this is what's been more important to me other than anything that has to do with awards at the end of the year is that this is a season that has completely changed the NFL. Right. The, the, the entire – The offensive revolution. The entire uh, uh, complexion of the NFL is completely different and will stay different for a long time, I think. Um, and I, and that has to do with obviously the rule changes that has to do with the NFL wanting to have more offensive games that keep the head coaches kind of getting smarter and figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. A kind of an adapt, uh, adapting a more, I don't even want to call it this, but a more college approach to football. I I would call it that. Yeah. Where they're obviously offense wins these games. And you and I have talked about this week in and week out that they're really what team has a good defense. Um, in the NFL and that what team has a good defense and is a relevant team. You can't find one. (laughs) I mean, seriously, the bears, that's it. Really the bears. Yeah. Um, but this, this has been you, you, the word you used is the perfect word, a revolution for, for the NFL. And it's going to be, it's going to have lasting effects for a very long time. I think it's going to affect how teams play, uh, teams pay players. I think it's going to affect how, uh, teams obviously construct their teams. Um, I think it's going to affect obviously draft. Uh, what players are going to stay in college longer? What players are going to come out earlier? And it's going it to completely impact how the game is played. And what yeah, position- I feel bad for anybody who plays corner because that is now the hardest position to play. That or or any pl- any player rushing the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, because of those rule changes. Yeah, too, yeah. I mean, it really. <laughs> the the only position that really has remained unchanged on defense is probably safety and interior. Even line. not even then. I mean, you can't kind of can't go after the uh, receivers like you could. Yeah, late. You can't hit them late. I mean, right. you can't hit them over the middle. Interior linemen and you could, I guess, argue safety are the only two that really haven't changed in a ridiculous fashion. Cornerback. Uh, any guy on the edge trying to rush the pa- the passer have changed completely over the la- really over the last five years. Uh, it has been a it has been a pretty incredible change. Not too long ago, none of this was really even a, a twinkle in the eye of the NFL, and now it is completely, um, completely that way. And I do think that we're going to have to see another change eventually. This can't this pace will sustain, but it it, it can't it can't stay for that long i really don't think so yeah well i disagree there i think it will but you kind of lost i'm not gonna lie you lost me like 20 seconds into that monologue until you until you flush out all of these older coaches it's not gonna i mean there's gonna still be a who's the list mccarthy gruden um who else is there that marvin lewis marvin lewis definitely todd balls um todd balls Listen, if you're, if, you're a former, if you're a former defensive coordinator and you're currently a head coach, your job is in, je- is in jeopardy. 
Yeah. I don't care what your team's record is. Unless you're, how, unless you're Bill Belichick. So. Uh, well, yeah. I don't care how good your team is. I don't care what your team's record. Your job is in, is in danger. All righty. Well, I think that's about it. Should we call it? Yeah, we should. We should. I'm all in on the Giants tank. We're back on the tank. Yeah, but isn't that isn't your boy Herbert? Is he not going to be coming out? Well, he's hurt too now. He's hurt. He got hurt last week. So oh. who knows, man? But but there are there are some quarterbacks out there that I'd be happy with. So okay. I'm all in on the tank. I'm all in yeah. on the tank. So we'll be back next week. Um, after week twelve, week thirteen, it'll be week this is this is week thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting we're getting to the finish line. And all one one more thing, all you frauds that are still questioning the Saquon Barkley draft pick, you're you're a loser. You're an absolute loser. Okay, glad you got that off your. I chest. need to. I need. I need to. I need to. Uh, basically, uh, annex myself from a different set of people every week now. Last <laughs> week it was Atlanta. This week is all you Barkley naysayers. Are you cutting people Get out of life. your life? Are you cutting people out of your life that don't yeah, believe the Giants made the right pick? It's the easiest way to live at this point. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. See ya.